I try my best not to hate anyone. It can be difficult and I will be the first to admit that some creatures out there passing themselves off as humans certainly don't get any love from me. I detest those who hurt children, the elderly, animals and women. I am far from a bleeding heart when it comes to killers, in my opinion, most of them deserve the death penalty and I believe it's a shame that most escape that punishment by managing to stay on death row for 20 plus years, living large on the taxpayer's dime. They should be taken out and executed right after the judge fixes their punishment as death. Damn it, their victims didn't get a fair shake so why the hell should they? It is far easier to hate someone than to love them. Have you ever heard the cliché, no bond is stronger than two people who hate the same person? It turns out there is actually some truth to that statement. Despite hating people being a socially unacceptable act on a few occasions when people have the guts and or strong emotion to motivate them to share their negative opinions about a person, it often pays off in the form of new or stronger connections. This is very true regarding Donald Trump. People cannot seem to let go of their collective hatred for that former president, mainly because he stays in the media with his rallies and other nonsense. I confess that I do not like that guy at all, in fact, I honestly loathe him and everything he stands for. I wish I could let go of my very strong feelings about him but it's hard and right now that loathing sustains me. It pushes me forward in my fight against Republican measures to silence the BIPOC and LGBTQ communities, plus battling systemic racism and global misogyny. Research has found that people form stronger bonds when they are able to talk about their dislike towards someone else than when they both have positive feelings towards someone. The question is, why does an action as disrespectful as spewing negativity about other people increase hateful individuals' quantity and quality of connections? I don't belong to any hate groups. I have never been interested in joining up with the Nation of Islam, the Black Panthers, or the Nation of Yahweh. If I wanted to join an organization based upon hate, all I'd need to do is go to any Christian church in my area whose pastor preaches that homosexuality is a sin, the type of church Chip and Joanna belong to. I could convert to Orthodox Judaism, become a strict Muslim, or seek out a Pentecostal congregation whose ancestors danced with snakes to prove their devotion to God. When you are struggling, whether it's problems at work, low self-esteem, conflicts in your relationships, etc., it feels much better to funnel your negative energy into blaming someone else than to confront your own role in your problems. A lot of people join hate groups because it allows them to funnel the blame for all of their problems into another group of people while being supported by a group of people who share their beliefs and make them feel like they belong. I have noticed with people who dislike cats that if you say you like cats, they will give you the side eye as if you've told them that you have sexual intercourse with demons. They might even try to force you into changing your mind, as has happened to me on more than one occasion. Dash Vanessa Van Edwards, Science of People, Why People Hate, The Science Behind Why We Love to Hate. I have been struggling to understand why certain groups are hated more than others, such as Jews and black people. As a member of a marginalized group with two strikes against me, I am a woman of color, I cannot hide who and what I am. At my lowest point during a bout of severe depression back when I was in my 20s and feeling very suicidal, I wondered out loud to the creatrix why I had not been born white or at least a man. I felt that to be a man or white person in this world is far better than being a woman, especially a woman who cannot pass as white. I felt miserable all the time, was in and out of the offices of shrinks, on and off medicines again, alternately feeling abhorrence for myself, my family, and everyone else in the world with simply feeling nothing. There were times when I heard about people dying that I would only shrug. 
According to A.J. Marsden, Assistant Professor of Psychology and Human Services at Beacon College in Leesburg, Florida, one reason we hate is because we fear things that are different from us. Behavioral researcher Patrick Wanis cites the in-group-out-group theory, which posits that when we feel threatened by perceived outsiders, we instinctively turn toward our in-group, those with whom we identify, as a survival mechanism. Wanis explains, hatred is driven by two key emotions of love and aggression, one love for the in-group, the group that is favored, and two, aggression for the out-group, the group that has been deemed as being different, dangerous, and a threat to the in-group. Active Hate Groups Courtesy of SPLC When I first started school, I did not hate the little white children who were my classmates. I was curious about them, especially the blondes and redheads with freckles because I could not get over seeing people with blonde eyelashes or tan spots on their pale skin. I also could not, at that time anyway, understand why the Greek-American children's complexions were different from the other white kids. I did not even think that Greeks were white when I was that young. I never felt any animosity towards the white students until I was in middle school and overheard some white classmates refer to black people as niggers. Even then I didn't blame all of the white students, only those that used the slur. But by the time I was in high school and seeing the N-word all over restroom walls, I started to develop a bit of loathing towards white people as a group, though there were some I considered to be different. The answer to why we hate, according to Sylvia Dutchevisai, LCSW, president and founder of the Critical Therapy Center, lies not only in our psychological makeup or family history, but also in our cultural and political history. We live in a war culture that promotes violence, in which competition is a way of life, she says. We fear connecting because it requires us to reveal something about ourselves. We are taught to hate the enemy, meaning anyone different than us, which leaves little room for vulnerability and an exploration of hate through empathic discourse and understanding. In our current society, one is more ready to fight than to resolve conflict. Peace is seldom the option. Alison Abrams, Psychology Today, The Psychology of Hate But how do we overcome hatred? Education is the key. You're not born hating others, it is an emotion that you were taught or learned on your own. Just as you might have learned or were taught to love those of the in-group, you can also teach yourself to love those in the out-group.